You are listening to Electric Bike Radio. Welcome to episode 22 of Electric Bike Radio, New Year's E-Resolutions. Happy New Year, Jared. Happy New Year, Dwayne. You have a good break? Anything good for Christmas while you were gone? You know, we had kind of a quiet Christmas. Um, I didn't get anything e-bike related, which probably is because when I see something I really want for my e-bike, I, I buy it for myself. So <laughs> That's stupid bell. That's stupid bell, Dwayne. No, that was a gift. That but was a gift. That was a gift. That's the only one I can't really criticize you for. That's right. How about you? Yeah, I had a, I had a great break. Um, as far as things that uh, I got for e-bike related stuff, I got that cell phone mount that I was asking everybody about. So thanks everybody for the recommendations. Uh, the one I ended up with, it's not necessarily the one I would have picked, but it turns out I really like it. My sister got me one from a local shop called Outspoken Bicycles. They have a shop in Tampa and I think another one in St. Pete or Clearwater. Clearwater. Somewhere yep. in Pinellas County. Clearwater. Um, and it's called, I think probably goes by a few names, but the one that they sell is called the hefty plus, the Delta hefty plus deluxe phone holder. <laughs> and it's hefty. It's a, it's a big mount, but it's, it's solid. It has a lock on it. Um, it can mount to your bars in a few different ways. It does not jiggle one little bit as I'm riding, at least in the type of riding I do, which, uh, I'm not mountain bike riding, but I'm not the, the lightest rider either. So I'm bouncing around and, and stuff. So. Highly recommend so far. Uh, had it for a month. So far, it's been great. I'll stick a, a link to the local shop in the show notes. Well, I've been riding behind you some, and I haven't had to uh, run it over or dodge it yet, so that's a good sign. That's an improvement <laughs> over the last mount, absolutely. So today we thought we'd talk about New Year's resolutions, but with an e-bike twist. I mean, everybody is talking about New Year's resolutions, and New Year's resolutions are famous for... People forget about them pretty quickly. Um, but we want to talk about some that are e-bike related, things that we've come up with that probably a lot of you have already thought of, but maybe also share some tips and tricks on how to make them a reality this time. All right. And, and like Dwayne said, we know it's halfway through January. And by now, at least if you're me, you've already failed a couple of those resolutions once or twice. But that's a good thing because no matter what resolutions you started out with, and what you already messed up on, speaking from experience, we can all start fresh from this episode from here on out. Yeah, that sounds like a good workaround. I mean, I always think it's it's better to uh, start uh, about January 15 because everybody is already out of the gym by then. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> so we have a list in no particular order. And the first one, uh, our first idea for a New Year's resolution is if you don't already have an e-bike, which is possible. We know some people listen to the show because they're just e-bike curious. Uh, buy an e-bike. Uh, that's the, the easy, low-hanging fruit of uh, go get an e-bike, right, from our show? Go get an e-bike. Sure, why not? Um, to that end, we hope there will be some sales in this post-holiday season. Uh, the popularity of e-bikes is never better. Uh, the number of bikes that are coming out is has never been greater. Um that's a good thing on the whole, even though it makes things a little confusing for now, but um, as far as research, but there's never been better options and prices are coming down on a few. So, And it does seem like on. some of the shipping problems have been working out. I mean, I see shorter shipping times on some of the uh, internet sellers. 
Uh, I went down to the local Pedego dealer in Dunedin uh, recently, and they had more bikes on the floor than I've seen in a long time. So I feel like, although you know that doesn't necessarily mean the, the shipping problems are over, but it seems like at least there's been some catching up, and stores are starting to get stock, and online retailers are starting to stock bikes more. So that's that's a good sign for for buying a bike. Yeah, and there are a few places you can do some research. Obviously, listen to our show, right? Uh, we don't tend to harp on a lot of specific brands, but we do give you options from from here and there on what kind of things you can look for uh, depending on what kind of bike you're into. Um, we have past episodes on what kind of styles to look for depending on the kind of riding you want to do. So so take a listen to our show, you know, shameless self-promotion. <laughs> but also if you're out there looking for reviews on specific brands, there are a number of places out there. Electric Bike Review, I think, is probably the – electricbikereview.com, probably the, the biggest and most well-known of the reviewers out there. Um, electric, I think it's .co and not, not .com, but that's another one that I know I was looking at when I was uh, researching what bike I wanted for myself. And, and just, just check out a few different websites. And more and more, there are places to go locally uh, to look at bikes. You know, if you have a, a big chain bike store that sells specialized or giant or Trek, uh, you can go look at bikes there. Uh, Pedego is obviously one of the biggest nationwide uh, chains of of local bike stores that are that are brand specific. Uh, and there's others. Uh, I think Electric Bike Company. We've talked about they're expanding to a lot of different places. So mm-hmm. just check out where you are. And a lot of times there's places you can go check out the bikes and maybe even rent them and try them out. No, that's a really good point. And I should mention Outspoken, that place that uh, sold my sister the bike mount. Um, they also sell a few different brands. I'm trying to remember. I think they're Trek and Specialized, like you were saying, Dwayne. But they have a bunch of them. So if you're looking to try one out, that'd be a good place to go. Um, REI sells a number of different brands, uh, including their own house brand of REI and uh they sell Cannondales if you're looking for an electric road bike um, and, a, and a couple of others. So lots of options, more and more options these days for checking things out before you buy if that's what you're looking into. So first one was was buy an e-bike, but a lot of you already have an e-bike. So for those of us that already have bikes, maybe our New Year's resolution should be to ride more. Definitely should be to ride more, right? And we've all gotten into a rut from here uh, every once in a while where – the e-bike just gets a little dusty sitting in the corner and you're like, oh, I haven't charged it or oh, I haven't um, I haven't cleaned it up or I need to adjust that derailleur or something like that. So get rid of all those excuses. So my number one tip for riding more is frankly make it more convenient to ride and get rid of all the obstacles. If you're riding in the morning and you're just like, I have a good time to ride in the morning, get your bike ready the night before and have it all ready to go. So when you wake up, you can't be like – uh, I haven't set everything up. I haven't set my helmet out. I think it's it's in the garage somewhere. I don't know. I haven't looked it up. Um, things like that. Fill the tires the night before. Get it ready. Keep it tuned up. Same kind of thing. Um, clean it up when you get home so it's not an obstacle to setting out next time. Like, I haven't cleaned it up. And, of course, keep your battery charged. Now, don't keep your battery charged at 100% if you're going to leave it for a long time. There's an episode on that about how to attend to your battery. But, just charge your if you're going to ride your bike at least once a week, charge it all the way up and let it sit there so it's ready for when you are. Maybe just make some goals for yourself, you know, make an appointment uh, each week that you're going to ride on a certain day or that you're going to try and get a certain amount of miles in a week just to sort of 
keep yourself going, get in the habit of riding and you'll, you'll enjoy it and you'll stay, you know, stay more in the groove. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there's also lots of little things you can do to just find opportunities to ride your bike. Um, this may not work if if you live uh, out in a very rural area and everything is 20 to 30 miles away from you. But, you know, if you live in a suburban, or suburban area or near a city or something like that, if you would go to the, the drugstore or something to pick up something small and it's only a couple miles, take your bike. Um, same thing with work. If you're going to meet some friends at a restaurant or, God forbid, you're going to go um, go ruin one of your other New Year's resolutions and go pick up Burger King McDonald's or ice cream nearby, make it a point that you at least are only going to go if you're going to ride your bike and offset some of those calories. And, yes, I have done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's a good transition to another potential uh, e-bike resolution, which is to get more exercise using your e-bike. Um, this is one of the things that we've talked about before, and sometimes e-bikes get a bad rap for not being exercised because there's a motor and there's a battery. But, you know, we have talked before about the fact that uh, there's plenty of exercise to be had on an e-bike, and one of the beauties of it is you can have just as much or as little exercise as you want by how much pedal assist you use, how much throttle you use, let me tell you, Jared, if, if you turn off the uh, pedal assist and pedal your uh, giant cargo bike around, uh, you're going to get all the exercise you ever wanted. <laughs> That's absolutely true. And you know what? I do that, actually. Um, when I go riding with my wife and daughter on some of the local nice bike trails, and my daughter isn't riding on the back of my bike but is actually on her own bike, it's a great pace for me to ride with them and for me to just push away and hammer away at my pedals and ride with them at their speed. And I have the throttle for when I, my very heavy bike tries to go up a hill and that's when I start lagging behind a little bit. I can use the throttle just for those parts, but the rest of the time I, I leave it off and I get a great workout. One of the things I love about e-bikes is that it actually enables you to the freedom to go farther and to potentially get more exercise because you, you don't have to be quite as good a judge of your limits you know when you get to the point where you've ridden as far as you're comfortable riding or your knee starts to hurt or you're just out of gas uh, the e-bike will still get you home and so you don't have to have that you know that that anticipation that fear of of going too far or doing too much because you you always sort of have that 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 crutch whether it's whether it's because you have some sort of physical impediment that makes it harder for you to ride or whether you're just pushing yourself, um, you can do that and still feel like you're not going to get stuck somewhere. Absolutely. In fact, using that throttle can make you more able to do longer rides further. You can take the, the hardest part out of the ride for you, right? You can take going up a hill. That hill is really going to kill me at the beginning of my ride. So use the throttle for the hill, and then you can enjoy the rest of the ride without using as much assist to get exercise for longer. And that's one of the benefits of um, – that's listed in we, – we cited a whole bunch of articles. We'll put them in the show notes. There's a whole bunch of articles talking about how e-biking is actually very healthy for you. And although your heart rate won't go quite up as up quite as far, you're going to be able to get your heart rate up and then keep it there for longer than you would otherwise. It's just the e-bikes really take away the barriers and let you do what you want for longer. Yeah, it really is true. And and you've done a great job of, of collecting some sources from the show notes that talk about that and – you know, I think that the 
the jury isn't out on this. Uh, we, we, we have an answer, and that's that e-bikes are, are great for health. Uh, they're great for fitness. And anybody who tells you otherwise, um, you know, you don't need that kind of negativity in your life. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a plan. All right, let, let's talk about our next one. Um, next great resolution is learn how to, how to fix or adjust something on your bike. You know, between you and I, you're the, you're the wrench turner of the group. But I will tell you that whether it comes to bikes or appliances in my house or, or whatever, and YouTube has changed my life. <laughs> YouTube's amazing, isn't it? You know, if you, can, if you can find, and you probably can, find a YouTube video that shows you how to do what you want to do, whether it's, you know, adjust your brakes or adjust your seat or change a, change a flat tire, uh, if you can find a good video, one that, that kind of speaks to you and and watch it a couple times and gather the tools that you need, boy, um, it really does change the uh, change the playing field on, on, on learning how to do this kind of stuff. Yeah, no, it really does. And, you know, let, let me list a couple of things that I think anybody can do, but it might say, take some time, but good places to start. Uh, one, cleaning your own brakes. If you've got a squeaky disc brake or something like that, that's usually just alcohol and, and a rag and cleaning things off. That's a great option to start with. And then adjusting your brakes is something that similarly, it's not terribly difficult. It just takes you some time. Adjusting your derailleur. If your shifter's a little bit off, all it takes is a screwdriver. And watching a video and stopping the video and going back and rewatching it and stopping it again and taking the next step. But it's just taking a screwdriver and turning a screw a half a turn at a time and seeing what it does. Um, it might, a master mechanic will do it in two minutes. It might take you an hour the first time, but it's a great way to start and learn how to wrench. And there's some fantastic resources out there on YouTube and other places. Um, I will put the link to the park tool video. I look at every single time I adjust a derailleur, even though I know what I'm doing, I still play that one more time just to refresh my memory because I don't do it every day. One thing I was going to say is that if you're not the kind of person who uh, learns from, from, from a video or you just don't like d digging through the stuff on a computer, um, there are other options. Um, I know a couple of the local bike stores here, and I'm sure everywhere, they run classes. You know, they'll have free classes every once in a while where you can go learn to to uh, chain, you know, fix a flat tire and that sort of thing. Um, so there there are definitely in in store, you know, in person places you can go. But it just it opens up your world a little bit if you can do these kinds of things yourself and not have to rely on bike stores, especially. You know, with COVID and everything, it seems like all the bike stores are understaffed. The The service departments are overloaded. You know, um, it, it's a good time to just sort of commit to, you know, you don't have to become a bike mechanic, but just learn learn a couple things here and there to get a little bit more self-sufficient with your bike. I know I certainly want to do that. And, you know, one thing to mention, too, is that don't think that you have to look for e-bike specific sources or you're only your manufacturer because most part, most parts on a bike on any bike are generic parts. They're, they're parts that apply to any bike. So, um, you know, brakes, derailleurs, stuff like that, that's found anywhere. So look whatever you look at whatever you can and find whatever video or resource or how to um, that helps you out and use that. 
Yeah, that's a great point is that the stuff that you want to be able to learn how to adjust on your e-bike is just bike stuff for the most part. Um, <laughs> you know, digging, yep. digging into the electronics and that kind of thing is, is, a, is a different story. Yeah. Well, let me, I'm going to list real quickly, just a couple of, um, or a few of the the things I look at on YouTube all the time, but we'll put these in the show notes too. And I just jotted down some of the places I think I know I've looked before. So global cycling network, GMBN, which I think is global mountain bike network, GMBN tech park tool is one of the best ones. Their channel is fantastic. Cycling weekly, REI, they all do how to videos. Um, Bolting e-bikes, big game bikes, those both do a lot of e-bike specific stuff, which is great. Um, manufacturer websites. So Rad Power, or not, maybe not their websites, but their channels, but also I guess their websites. But they'll provide you resources. And again, a lot of the parts on e-bikes are interchangeable or very similar to each other from one manufacturer to the other. So just because you have something that isn't a Rad Power bike doesn't mean you don't can't use something from that company. So go check it out. Um, lots of them. We'll stick them all in the show notes for you. So let's move on. Uh, we got one or two more. Uh, another thing I think we should all make an effort to do is get a friend to go biking with you or specifically e-biking would be great. You know, the, we've talked too about the e-biking community, but the biking community generally, like the more people who are on bikes, the better it is for all of us. Uh, the more the more bikes are on the road, the more bike lanes we'll have, the more bike paths and multi-use paths and that sort of thing. So there's a lot of people, I think, who everybody kind of rode a bike as a kid, but they sort of lose that, you know, they get a car <laughs> when they're 16, <laughs> 17, 18, and they forget about the bike. But we should we should make an effort to the friends that we know might be receptive to this sort of thing. Let's let's get them out on a bike. Let's get them out on an e-bike and and get them excited about biking again. And it's a great thing to do during COVID, right? We're all still looking for things to do outdoors, and this is one thing that you can do outdoors relatively safely. And uh, this goes to something you said earlier, Dwayne, is that you've got an e-bike that lets you do things that maybe you couldn't have done before. It eliminates the limits, so you can go out with a friend who bikes all the time too. You can now join them. Uh, it might be a friend who has a regular road bike and is doing 18 miles an hour on a regular basis. If you want to go join them, you can, it doesn't matter what kind of shape you're in. You can pedal to the extent you want to and, and have a good time and get shown around by them. So, you know, look for anybody and take a ride. Well, and you're, you're leading me right into my last point, which is, um, <laughs> think about joining a group ride. Uh, this is something that I had never done too much of before I got an e-bike and realized the e-bike community that is, has kind of built up around this sport. But there are a lot of uh, there's a lot of bike groups out there that do group rides in your area, wherever you are, I'm sure. And some of them are e-bike specific and some of them aren't. But, um, you know, riding with a with other people especially if you're really into the e-bike thing, riding in an e-bike specific uh, group can be a whole lot of fun. People get to share, you know, their bikes and their, their uh, equipment and their stories and give you different ideas of places to ride. You know, you find places that you never went in your own community and it's just a whole lot of fun. It's a blast. And I hadn't done much of that either. And for the most part, with, with only one exception I can think of, everybody we've ever met has been, 
extraordinarily welcoming and happy to have newcomers no matter who they are. And um, if one great example that everybody on this on this uh, podcast is tired of hearing us talk about, but we go almost every week, our Let's Glow Riding group in, in Tampa and St. Peak, we, we, we go almost every week with them. And they're not e-bike specific, but there's a lot of e-bikes there and they are welcoming of everybody. Um, and we've made some real friends. I, I think I have some friends there I would say are real friends and not just people I see on the ride uh, that I hope to keep keep in touch with, you know, on the, on those rides and elsewhere. So, yeah, I never thought that I would be spending, um, you know, Saturday nights, uh, riding e-bikes <laughs> with, with people, <laughs> but, uh, but actually it's, it's, it's a blast. So, you know, check your social media is great for this. You can check Facebook. Most of these, uh, bike groups have Facebook pages, uh, check out what's in your area. And um, just make sure if you want to go with your e-bike, make sure that the group that you are are interested in is is e-bike friendly. Um, usually, if there's some issue with that, they will tell you in the group rules or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, you just have to kind of. I, I'm not necessarily the most extroverted person. Uh, sometimes I need a push to go do something like this. But um, as your New Year's resolution. You know, just decide you're going to go try it one time. And maybe it's uh, slightly awkward uh, for the first five minutes, but uh, I think you'll find that it's a blast. It's great advice. Step out of your comfort zone one time and you'll have a, you'll most likely have a good time. So I think these are some ideas that we have, Jared. I hope um, maybe we can spur some people into some uh, maybe late adopted New Year's resolutions. I think so. And uh, as the night winds down and and we finish off our recording here, I'm going to go polish up my e-bike and get it ready to go for a ride in the morning. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Well, I hope that uh, you will follow or subscribe to the show on a podcast player of your choice so that you don't miss our next episode. We are uh, back in the groove and you will hear from us again next week. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can email us at ebikeradio at gmail.com. Our contact information and the links to all the things that we've mentioned in the show are always in the show notes, which you can view on your podcast player or directly on our website at www.ebikeradio.com. And thanks again for listening. Stay tuned to Electric Bike Radio. 